Inside High School Truck Driver Training Program. I'm Vesla Rajkovic, and this is an HTT Talks Trucking Special Report. With industry facing a shortage of qualified truck drivers, fleet managers are challenged with both retaining their current drivers as well as aiming to attract new ones to their operations. Is one answer to this driver shortage prepping high school students to obtain their CDL? We're sitting down today with Dave Dine. He's a truck driver turned high school teacher in Patterson, California, and he's also the co-founder of the Next Generation Trucking Association. He has launched one of the nation's first high school truck driver training programs for his students, and this program prepares those students graduating high school who have completed his course to eventually move on to obtain their CDL. Before we get on to our conversation, remember to follow and connect with us on social media. We're at Heavy Duty Trucking on Facebook and LinkedIn, and on Twitter, we're at HD Trucking. Since you're a fan of podcasts, I invite you to check out some of Bobbit Business Media's other fleet-related online content. Our other three fleet publications cover work trucks, automotive fleets, and transit and motor coach fleets. These sectors are confronting the same disruptive influences that we are here in heavy duty. You'll find we have a lot in common. Check them out. Bobbit-business-media.com. Hi, Dave. Thanks so much for joining us today on HTT Talks Trucking. So were you a truck driver yourself before becoming a teacher? Yeah, I started driving in 1988. Um, and I drove for a little bit and then I decided to go back to college. And so instead of taking out student loans, I actually drove a truck. I would drive six months and go to school one semester. So it did take me eight years to get my college degree. <laughs> <laughs> How did it all begin for you? How did you first manage to put trucking and teaching together? I, I went to a friend's barbecue one day and there's this young boy hanging on the backyard by himself. And I picked up a football and we started playing catch. And I said, hey, buddy, I said, what do you want to do when you grow up? And he stopped and he held the ball. And he said, when I grow up, I want to go to prison. And I'm like, really? And literally, it was, it was one of those things that just it started weighing on my heart. And I couldn't shake this kid. And I found out later his dad was incarcerated. And oh, he just wants to go be with dad. And I'm like, I get right. that. But I, still felt, I was still very distraught. And so I was talking to some friends and a friend of mine said, he says, hey, if you really want to change the world, become a teacher. And I laughed at him. I said, I don't teach. I'm a truck driver with a business degree. That's all I do. And so we'll try subbing on your days off. And so I started subbing. And I noticed something. Um, it was like the third or fourth classroom I walked into. The, the teacher would leave me. It's called the sub plans, like the plans for the day. But at the bottom of every sub plans was a list of uh, a list of names. And it had a title and the title was problem kids. And it I took a huge offense to that because yeah. I was probably on that list and how dare that teacher not only label the kid, but then forces me to label the kid. I said, these kids don't have a chance. So one day I got so mad. I took out that teachers always had those red pens. I took that red pen. And I scratched off the word problem and I wrote possibility. These aren't your problem kids. These are your possibility kids. And that's what got me into teaching. Yeah. And uh, I was actually elementary school teacher for 17 years. But uh, the last 10 of those years, I ran a nonprofit truck driving school ministry called Faith Logistics. And I'd work with uh, people that were just uh, um, uh, you know, pr people coming out of prison. And I would teach them how to drive a truck since I had summers off. And we dissolved the nonprofit in 2016 when all of our trucks didn't meet the new California emission requirements. Oh, sure. 
And then we thought the reason we had seven trucks donated to us was because they weren't the companies had to get rid of them in the first place. So we, we knew our time was limited. But about two months later, I heard about the program in Patterson. It was in the same district I was teaching in. So I called the superintendent and kind of shared with, with him some facts and figures about trucking. And he's like, yeah, we're doing this. And so we have a very, like I said, it's a very developed program. It's very unique. It's not like any other truck driving school in the nation. Can you give us an overview of your truck driving program and what kinds of training and education are involved? Sure. So the, the Patterson High School Truck Driving Program, it's currently open to seniors. It's a one-year class. It's an elective class that's part of our career technical education. That's part of our supply chain and logistics, logistics management program. Um, so it's one hour a day. And what we do is we, we're, we are focused on what we call the theory or classroom portion. This is where we meet the, the uh, entry-level driver training standards. We do use, since we're really teaching to a digital generation, we wanted to make sure we provide a curriculum that really meets their needs. So we're using an online format to meet those core standards. It's called instructional technologies. And what I like about it is that it's very interactive. The students can actually see the standard being taught. They're able to interact with it, get immediate feedback. And then I'm able to kind of follow up with them the next day as far as the lesson that they had the previous day. Uh, we also incorporate two driving simulators that were uh, uh, constructed by a company called Advanced Training Systems. And this is a really it's a, a key component of, of our curriculum. Um, it gets students behind the wheel, so to speak, as far as learning those basic skills of shifting. Uh, but really, we focus a lot on the hazard perception and we can replicate situations on the simulator, how to react to it on things that I can't replicate in real life in, in, in the truck. And so that's, that's been a huge uh, benefit for our, our program. Um, all of our students are actually trained in a program called WorkLeet. And this teaches them the proper way to perform industry-specific body movements to reduce workplace injuries. And they do receive a certificate in this. So our industry partners that hire our students, they know that our students are trained in a way that will reduce those workmen's comp injuries and uh, potentially save them some, some money. And then also all of our students are trained in um, uh, truckers against trafficking, which is how to, you know, identify and respond to uh, potential cases of human trafficking. Because, you know, truck drivers, we are the, the eyes and ears of the road. At the end of our program, our students will then re-enroll in our adult education program. And we use adult education funds to contract through another truck driving school. They actually do the behind the wheel training for us. So... If a student does turn 18 while they're still enrolled at Patterson High School, they start behind wheel training right after high school. They'll have their CDL uh, usually by the end of the summer. Great. Because we're hearing so much in the trucking industry about the challenges that fleet managers face in, re in retaining qualified drivers, but as well as attracting drivers to their fleets in particular. And a big piece of that is of the puzzle is that the industry is facing a shortage of qualified drivers who have a CDL. Um, so do you see your program and programs like yours being the beginning of a solution to this shortage? Well, it's, it's definitely a solution because our current solution is not sustainable, which is let's just steal drivers from each other. I mean, <laughs> and, and then it's great for the driver because of salary and we tend to steal them by raising salaries, which is fantastic, but it's horrible for the, for the consumer. <laughs> I mean, we're all going to be paying more for our goods. Um, but I think the one way the industry can get involved is, is be proactive, be part of the solution. And one of the things that we started is I'm actually a part of a team that has created a nonprofit 
a trade association called the Next Generation in Trucking Association. And we are asking for the industry to join us in our mission. And just not financial, financially, we need people that will come in and help us create some state action committees, help us identify good uh, potential schools that we can replicate the Patterson program into, and also identify those, those industry supports that will help them keep that uh, program going. And we need uh, the industry to be a part of advisory committees, help guide these programs. The solution's out there. There's over 26,000 public high schools across the U.S., um, there's federal money set aside for this type of training. So like we're not taking money from the general education budget of a high school. This is all money that a school just needs to apply for through, uh, through their state grants and the money's out there and, uh, these programs could be started anywhere. And part of what we want to do is actually help the schools start these programs using the curriculum that we've developed here at Patterson high school. Yeah, and, and I can imagine for many students, your program and programs like this could very well be the first introduction to the industry as a whole, the trucking industry. Um, so what are you hoping that these students take away from your program? What I like about this class, it's really an exploration class. So students can come in um, to actually explore the industry. And for some, they're going to find out this is a great fit. There's others that are going to say, you know what, it's, it's not for me and that's okay. I want them to find out now so they don't leave high school spend seven, $10,000 on a CDL and realize it's not a good fit for them. So yeah, we want them to explore this class. Uh, ultimately, I want people who leave this class to have an appreciation for what the trucking industry is and how vital it is to our nation. And to really kind of appreciate, appreciate those people that kind of dedicate their lives to this industry. And do you notice a change in perception of students have of the industry coming into the class versus at the end of your program? And, and how has your course and program really been received by the student body? Yeah, you know, it's great seeing students that come in and that um, don't really have a connection to the industry. And one of the things that we do here in Patterson is we create those relationships, either through guest speakers or through field trips. And the students really, they pick up on what a great community the trucking environment really is. It's very unique. It's made up of very hardworking, dedicated people who share a common passion. And when they feel that connection, the same connection that I feel, I take such great pride in being a part of this industry. And when they start feeling that, you can't, they're just drawn to it. They want to be a part of that. And so it's great seeing those students who embrace uh, this industry as much as I do. Just a reminder, I'm speaking with Dave Dine of Patterson High School and the Next Generation Trucking Association. When we come back following the break, we'll learn why Dine is passionate about ushering in the next generation and what he thinks fleet managers can do to make their operations more attractive to these incoming drivers. I'm Vesna Brajkovic, and this is HGT Talks Training. HGT will premiere a new video feature in 2022. It's a combined video and audio podcast, and we're keeping the name HGT Talks Trucking. We'll be connecting with industry leaders to present digestible 10-minute videos and a full-length audio podcast that dive deeper into the subject matter. And don't forget to check out some of Bobbitt's other video and podcast products, The State of the Fleet Industry by Mike Anich and Lauren Fletcher's Truck Chat. They are all on your favorite podcast platforms, and they are easy to find on the Bobbitt website, bobbitt-business-media.com. Dave, welcome back to HGT Docs Trucking. So tell me, how do you know when you have a student with potential? There was one, um, we did a pilot program last year, which is a new way of even kind of looking at how do we get people into the industry? And it's, uh, we came across an assessment called job behaviors. Have you heard of this? 
I don't think so. No. Okay. So what they did, the, uh, the, the owner or president of the company, he went out to uh, trucking companies and he interviewed the top drivers of these trucking companies. Okay. And he's able to identify these. They all had these same key core attributes. Then he created a test to test for those attributes, right? And so I, I did a, a test last year. I, I tested 135 11th graders. And out of that, I actually had five, five students that actually um, scored high are actually taking the class this year. And the only reason they're taking the class is because I, when I, I shared the information with them, I said, look, you have the attributes. We can give you the skills and it might be something you want to consider. And so I think this is a new, unique way of getting maybe just letting people know that you might be a good fit for this industry. Yeah. Or, or even students who don't see themselves in that track and and you're, and you're telling them, listen, you would be good in this. And a light bulb kind of goes off in my head. I mean, that's why I started in journalism. I was a writer and I took one journalism class and it just took one teacher to say, you have it. You know what I mean? And whatever that is, I took right. that. And I always, I always thought that, you know, when I went into college, I'm struggling and I'm scared and I'm yeah. like, no, I have it because I remembered what that person said to me. I feel like it's just that little bit yeah. that makes a huge difference. I really right. do. So. No, it, it validates, you know, what, what you, and sometimes when you're, when you kind of question yourself and that you, that you do have it. And so actually one of the students who took that test, um, he, he, his goal was to go to the college and get a, a degree in engineering. And now, but he took the assessment and he's like, I want to take this class just to see what it's all about. And now that he's taken these, we've only been in session a couple of months. He's now, this is his new future goal. He still wants to go to college. In fact, he wants to drive a truck to help pay his way through college. He still wants to get a degree in engineering, but then he wants to come back and actually work on new truck technologies. Wow. I'm like, how cool is that too? That is, yeah. And that's the ideal. That's what everyone's like. We need people like that. He's like yeah. the perfect example. Yeah. Because he'll, he'll to, to get an engineer with a CDL who actually has a background in driving a truck is like, that's going to open up so many new creative Ooh. ideas and he'll understand the industry so much better versus somebody that just got an engineering degree. <laughs> wow. That's yeah. I love that. That's so amazing. Like, I don't know. There's so much that goes into it. It's really interesting. It is. Um, what has made you so passionate about sharing this industry with young people and getting them kind of interested in trucking and really invested in the success of the industry? Yeah, I think the reason I'm so passionate, I, I kind of joke, you know, I say, you know, trucking saved my life. Well, I think trucking gave me a life. You know, I struggled in high school um, academically, and it wasn't until I got to truck driving school where I realized I was very successful you know, just like academically. Um, but I realized that I'm not stupid. I just didn't care in high school. And I see so many young people that are coming through the educational system today who plainly just don't care. Why? Because we don't give them anything to care about. And what we created here in Patterson, it's a non-traditional classroom. It's a classroom where somebody can come in and feel successful. And I didn't realize, realize the impact this class had until the first year I had a parent that came to me after school one day. And he showed up after school and he said, I'm here to shake your hand. I'm like, for what? And he says, for saving my son. I'm like, I don't wow. understand. He says, before my son took your class, he says, he says, we were losing him. He, he was on a path of self-destruction. He was tied up in, in gang violence. He was doing drugs. He had no purpose. He had no, no self-esteem. And 
that young man turned his life around. He went on to become one of my, or one of the youngest drivers for a local trucking company. They hired him, they called me and they're like, send me more Javier's, right? And I've been in touch with him over the years and he shared with me not too long ago about how blessed and thankful he was to be in this program. And he said out of the nine people he hung out with in high school, his homies, that out of the nine, four are currently incarcerated and two are deceased due to gang violence. Oh, wow. And so when I talk about how trucking has saved my life because it gave me a sense of purpose, I've seen how it's impacting other students. And you, I mean, you look at not only do we just save that one student, we that's I mean, think of all the generations that's going to impact. And every day I wake up, the first thing I think about is that there's 26,000 high schools across the U.S. How many Javier's are we going to lose along the way because we're not giving them an environment at school where they can taste success for the first time? And so I think we have an obligation. It's just, you know, in trucking for me, it, it, we just need to increase, you know, the vocational training in a, any capacity. But I definitely see that this is something that a lot of students could definitely uh uh, benefit from at the same time the the, the industry is going to benefit from it as well yeah wow that's so powerful and, and i'm thinking some of these local trucking companies that you work with and maybe others who are listening who are fleet managers what can they do to make their operations more appealing to young people like javier and others mm-hmm. yeah a lot of times we have conversations where a company will say hey can't hire they're not 21 yet insurance i said i understand that but there's other things you can do. You can create a career path for somebody without them driving day one. And the industry partners we have in Patterson have defined career paths where they're going to bring these people in and they're going to use more of a mentoring kind of attitude where they're going to guide them along the process. They're going to teach them how to work in the shop, get them working the docks, driving the shuttle trucks. And ultimately, you're going to have a better, more qualified CDL driver if you put them through those paces than if you give just give them the keys day one anyways. And so I think it's really about creating that career path with embedded mentoring that's you're going to find the greatest success. You sound so passionate about what you do. And I've been in trucking for 33 years and I've never been this excited about the industry because there's so much going on right now. And yeah. I think it's great. It's fantastic. Great. Thanks so much, Dave. That's all I had for you. I really enjoyed hearing about your passion for, you know, helping people get into this industry. So it was really great talking to you. Thank you so much. It was much. nice. Thank you. Thanks for, thanks for having me today. Check the description for more information about Dave Dine's innovative high school truck driver training program. If you enjoy HDT Talks Trucking, please spread the word on social media and take a moment and rate us on iTunes and leave a review. And as always, you can keep up with the trucking industry and all of our coverage at truckinginfo.com. 